Hi, and welcome to literally the most amazing podcast you'll ever listen to. Why? Because it's me and my mom. I mean, what could be better? Hello, and welcome to our not first, not second, but third podcast episode. Are you proud? Very. In this episode, we sit down with our good friend, Lisa Iziami, to talk about legacy. The legacy of our kids, the legacy of social justice, even the legacy of humility. We dedicate this episode to one of the greats, John Lewis, and the legacy he left behind. We are so excited today because um, we have our first podcast guest. This is someone who we are honored to have with us today and talk with, and that is our friend and colleague, Lisa Iziami. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Gabby. I promise you the honor is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's both. So, Lisa, what? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever it is that you want people to know. Well, let's see. On the COVID scale, I'll start with that since it's kind of the biggest thing we're all dealing with. I think I'm doing better than most. I'm very, very blessed in that I'm still collecting a paycheck uh, and able to serve and do good work from my own house, uh, which makes me very happy. Uh, I am a mom of two fabulous adult people who are doing an amazing job navigating their own way through this. I wish they were closer, but it, you know, the way things are, even if they were close, I still wouldn't be seeing them too much, I think. So uh, I do a lot of praying for all of us. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's, you know, I love that I asked you to share about yourself. And in many instances, especially like on a podcast, so many people would introduce themselves as like what they do, like for their career. You know, like what this is what this is my job. This is where I'm from. This is where I live. And and no judgment on that. But what I love is like I I asked you to tell us whatever it is that you want people to know. And this is what you wanted people to know, you know, and everything from how you're dealing with COVID to your relationship with your kids, right? Um, and and what I love about it is that really this is the theme of our podcast this week is is what legacy is right and and what legacy we leave behind and it's kind of the same thing of like at the end of our lives what do we want people to know about the life that we lived right mm. like do we want them to know what job we had or do we want them to know really more about who we were as a person yeah, okay, I think yeah, we can end the podcast right here. Gabby. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We're done. For, for, 
Just don't need to ask that we don't put she handled COVID relatively well on my tombstone. <laughs> hey, listen, if you died tomorrow, that would be very significant. That's okay, true. not everyone's handling it well. Um, so, I'll tell you what, though, yeah. you invited me to say this. No matter what I do with the rest of my life, I already have the most beautiful legacy I could ever want in my kids. What, what would you say are some of the beautiful aspects of that legacy? Are you just asking me to brag on my kids? Yes, <laughs> because no, and it's important, right? And, and, and a lot of people, because even before we started the podcast, you asked permission to brag. And, and I don't think that we need to ask permission to brag about our kids, especially because we helped shape who they are. That's part of, of our legacy. That's part of who we are. And, and just as, as I would want people to um, not hide the greatest parts of them, right? Like if they're a great artist, I wouldn't want someone to hide the fact they're a great artist because I want to know about it, right? It's true. And part of the reason I wanted to talk about legacy was because I see the legacy that you are for Tirza and Michael. Uh, and I see the legacy that you're starting in your own kids. And it just started reflecting, you know, on how, how is my own legacy from my parents uh, and what I'm handing down to my kids. And it's, it's just really cool to, to be friends with both of you guys. Uh, and be able to watch that, uh, like in both directions. Getting back to the question that I originally asked, right? And even involving the legacy your parents created for you, you know, what are, what do you see in your kids? Uh, my kids are so strong. They have such a strong sense of self. Uh, they have a confidence that you really, uh, I don't think is common uh, in young people. And it's not necessarily cockiness, although obviously it, my son, he's played professional basketball, cocky's part of the, <laughs> part of the gig, right? <laughs> but aside from that, uh, my kids just, they just have a sense of self that really cannot be shaken, no, no matter what's going on around them. And even if they stumble and lose their footing, they have a, a such a strong core and they're both such they're they're just moral ethical well, i certainly hope that i've modeled being moral and ethical for their whole lives i know that i have yeah of course you have um and you know uh beyond like maybe even regular people feeling a strong sense of self and individuality and just doing what you want to do I suppose, though I never thought about it really, that, um, you know, having their parents be involved in an interracial marriage and, you know, all the extra, uh, you know, you really have to have thick skin and not care what other people think to, to be in an interracial marriage, at least from, from my perspective in America. And, uh, yeah, Indu, my husband and I both have very thick skin. <laughs> Uh, which is good because we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also builds you up, right? 
it builds you up. Um, by having more challenges from the outside, it almost makes you stronger with a stronger self of, uh, sense of self. Well, yeah, I would say that we were both pretty stinking strong going into the whole thing, but certainly that's a kind of a strength that we were able to pass on to our kids just exactly. from yeah. growing yeah. up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like your job as passing on lessons and, and more of your legacy, do you feel like because your kids are grown, that's over? Or do you think that you still have a lot more to pass on? I feel like I'm learning more from them <laughs> than I'm teaching them these days. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so, uh, you know, we, we, when we were getting ready for this, it occurred to us, well, it occurred to me that we're doing this podcast on the day that we bury John Lewis, uh, and had already picked the topic of legacy, which is pretty phenomenal. And it just, it just makes me think, you know, John Lewis was 23 years old, uh, when he got his, when he gave that speech. Uh, warmed up for Martin Luther King, right? Mm -hmm. um, and think about what he was teaching at the age of 23. And he never stopped for 50 years. But the thing is, I really feel like um, those giants, uh, they're, they're leaving now because they know their legacy is secure and it's been handed off fully. And I'm not trying to go anywhere anytime soon, uh, but I kind of feel like my legacy has been fully handed off too, because my kids are there. And That's beautiful. They're, yeah, they're on team Build the New World. To be able to see these next generations and what they're doing and what they believe in, what they value, it's like I feel, you know, we're in good hands. Oh, my God. Those kids from Parkland High School. I'm sorry, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, right? Parkland yeah. was the town. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then you look at like Malala Yousafzai. Yeah. And Greta Thunberg. Yeah. And all the little climate yeah. warriors out there. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and even the, you know, some of these protests that were just began online by, by teenagers, basically. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, their strong belief. Yeah. I, you know, I... Personally, I I know you didn't ask me, but I'll answer anyway. <laughs> uh -huh. I um, I always had a little bit of a problem with the with the word legacy, right? Because um, I never thought of it. You know, I never I never did things to leave a legacy. I just did things because. I thought they were right. They were the right and the moral and, 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 uh, thing to do. And, um, you know, Gabby and I've talked about it a lot that, that you have a, you have a moral compass, you have a vision for yourself and you stay the course on that and don't, you know, and, and that's really, uh, what you embody and you role model for your kids or whoever is in your environment. And, and then, yeah, maybe at the end of your life, it's okay. That was her legacy. But 
for me to talk about legacy is, um, yeah, it's just a little I, I weird. See, I see what you're saying. And, and I love that, um, that you didn't raise us because you wanted to leave something behind. Like that's, you didn't come into being a mother with that in mind, right? Of like, how are these kids going to carry on who I am? That's beautiful. Um, and, and you, your compass was doing the right thing. However, you, Lisa is, you know, I, I don't want to say she's younger than you and, and you are, <laughs> can I say? <laughs> Are you finna call your mom old? No, I'm just saying <laughs> we've okay all we've <laughs> all reached an age, including myself, in in some ways because I'm already seeing certain things in my kids. But we've all reached an age where it's okay for us to look back and think, especially for you, mommy, with what Lisa said. You know, to be able to look back and say, part of that is me. Like part of that, whatever is happening and being carried on to the next generation, part of that is me. Oh, look at her. She can't okay. handle it. I'll, yeah, I, I, can, I can take that. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean your ego needs to get involved, right? It doesn't mean you have to, you know, think, oh, that was me. Like that's happening because of me. Right. Right. And that's really it. Right. Because I see in you, I, I'm, you know, and I've told you that and it's not, you said bragging. Right. Sometimes I'm in awe of her because, um, because I was not like that at that age. I, I wasn't aware uh, of that, that I was that, uh, that open, you know, I was more in my head. Um, and what is funny is that, that, um, uh, Gabby, this, you know, she tells me, no, you were like this and you were like that. And it's just, I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware. And you were just being you. Yeah. Like I was you're just also talking me. about kind of superficial things, right? That's just disposition. No. No, it's not, not really. character and values. Yes, I mean, it is. Yeah, it actually is. It, I, mean, I, I actually open to new ideas and stuff no um um being so open to the outside world and 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 already being able to integrate much more than i could you know i had my ideas i knew um you know who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be. But I feel with Gabby, she expanded so much more, right? It, it expanded. She took in the world, integrated it. And, and yeah, but mommy, uh, it, it's true what Lisa's saying. It's, you know, it, it's, it's about disposition. So for instance, yes, I'm more open, but as we have seen on many occasion, it gets me in trouble. Right. <laughs> um, on the other hand, I look at you, mommy, and I think, wow, this woman loves for the world and hurts for the world. That's how like that. That's who who you are. That's part of who you are, where you you feel other people's experience like you feel it. 
Um, and it's something that I look at that's so beautiful, but yes, it's, it's, it has its own challenges too, you know? Um, but, but it's like to be able to be, to be able to grow up with that, to be able to grow up with someone who loves that heart. I mean, I always, when I talk to people about my childhood and even now, right, it's like the most important thing was my parents knew how to love hard. And that was, that was all that mattered. Lisa. And that's, yeah, that is, that is part of why I even wanted to talk about legacy with the two of you, because Tirza, the legacy that I see living on in you is, is in Gabby is every time we're in a conversation, I'm, I'm reminded over and over again, this woman had the most magical, privileged, beautiful childhood. Everything about Gabby screams, I am loved unconditionally, without question, since the first breath I took. And that is your legacy, ma'am. Hey, freaking man. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about legacy as far as how we... Um, not only are involved in social justice ourselves, but are able to model it and make sure that that, because that's important, right? Like that is something that we want to continue. Yeah, my thoughts about that part of legacy are, are much more macro. Yeah. Like, like when I think of legacy in terms of social justice, uh, I'm looking at, um, we're, we're, at, we're at a point right now in our, certainly the existence of America, and maybe even as a species, right, where, you know, the next couple of years uh, are, going, are going to determine maybe if we even have a legacy, right? Uh, this, is, this is a time when, yes, thank God, um, we've, we've raised our kids well, uh, or we've been raised well, because... We're all here on this planet right now uh, in the most insane time imaginable. And especially with respect uh, right now to, to race in America, we have, we have an opportunity to turn our legacy into this is the generation, this is the time, this is the moment when America fully embraced its racist foundation and history and began the process of atoning for it. It's never happened. Uh, I hope and pray more than any other thing that I can think of really uh, that we get to be the generation that says that, that our legacy is we changed America from being a racist white supremacist nation into a nation that actually upholds the ideals it claims to have been built on. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, the change can only come if we're all in it, right? If if uh, it cannot be only one section of the population, you know, uh, whether you're colored or Asian or or black, to fight for equal rights. If you don't have uh, or fight against systematic uh, racism and bias. And that's, 
And that's the beauty of what we're seeing right now right. is it's more and more and more becoming all people. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that gives hope, right? That gives hope. Uh, it also motivates us to, to stay the course and on the path we're on, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, Absolutely. Our already living legacy is what motivates me. Like, I feel like I'm in the back seat now, just kind of watching these young people I know. take over That's and true. shine. I know. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like kind of in between. <laughs> you know, a few years ago, I might have said, wait, is she calling me old? But you know what? <laughs> no. I'm very proud to be rocking that third phase crone energy. Absolutely yes. <laughs> love it. Duh. I mean, listen, I, I get it. And um, one day I'll be there, you know, <laughs> still, still have some work to do. Um, so what? The world needs you to stay in your mother phase for a while. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's important, yeah. especially yeah. the way you do it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like this whole podcast is about complimenting me. <laughs> it's not even my birthday. Yeah, don't let it go to your head, please. <laughs> uh, Kirtza, you forgot to pass that one on in your legacy. No, that's my legacy to keep her grounded. She's always kept me humble. I'm saying you're painfully humble. She's just over there swelling her head by the minute. Oh no, talk. because because <laughs> I found out a few years ago that I don't need to be humble in the way my mom's humble. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> and okay. Some, and that's some person, some person once told me that. Um, I'm not really humble. I'm just arrogant. But we were was sitting, it you? No, we were sitting side by side in class talking about humility, and she got told she's not humble, and I got told I need to not model my humility by my mom. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> didn't, didn't quite fit me. <laughs> you know, I, I think we all get that, make, that, that, that particular wake-up moment, though. I remember <laughs> when I got it, and it was when someone introduced me to that Marianne Williamson poem. Uh, you know, who are, who are you to be small? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't serve yeah. the world. Yeah. I yeah. was like, are you kidding me? It's yeah. okay to just be yeah. who I am? Yeah. Share, and I've never share your back. share your gifts, you know, and so never it's true. Back. Humility can be arrogance. It can be. Yeah. The, the well, line but is it's misplaced all the time, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Because you know, it's it's one thing to have true humility. I think that's endearing. But that kind of false humility where you can't ever accept a compliment and you oh, just have no. to pretend like it's all coming from somewhere else than yourself. That's yeah. what yeah. I'm not okay with. But yeah, you know, no, but not, even true not humility. Yeah, yeah, even true humility, um, uh, or true—I I can't say true humility—but humility that you don't want to take up too much space. You know, um, can be also not willing to share your gifts. Yeah, withholding. You know. Yeah, Being that's humble humility. Can be, you know, it's it looks like humility, but it can be withholding. Uh, if you have uh, something to give and you withhold it, you you just yeah uh, are not generous with with who you are, you know. Yeah, so I agree, but be. I would never call that humility. 
Well, sometimes it comes across as humility. It, yeah. it's, it doesn't matter how it comes across. It, it is a, an aspect of humility, you know, and I, and I see what she's saying. It's like, um, you know, Lisa and I, we always talk about badassery, right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, have being a badass and it's like, mommy, you've always been a badass. Always. That's just a part of who you are. Um, and you, you definitely in my life withheld just how badass you are. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we got enough of it to survive, (laughs) but you know what? That's another part of the legacy she, she leaves, right? Is that badassery? She's such a badass. And I've, I haven't said this on a podcast before, but I'll say it now. I always thought growing up that my dad was the badass, that that's where I got my badassness from. No, he is a goody two shoes. And this woman right here is the badass. Look at her face. She looks like the Cheshire cat right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. She loves being a badass. <laughs> A good troublemaker. A good troublemaker. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. Yes, indeed. Making good trouble. A good troublemaker. Making good trouble. What a legacy, right? Talk about a legacy. Make good trouble. Make good trouble. We're going to leave everybody with that on the day that uh, John Lewis was memorialized as one of the greats. And, uh, and just leaving our listeners, all 15 of them, with <laughs> the final message of make that many? trouble. Is this yeah. live? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have 15 people? Did you say no? <laughs> no, it's not live. <laughs> okay. Just want to say, rest in power, John Lewis. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Thank you for your legacy. Yeah.